This episode of Death Battle Cast is sponsored by Hymns and Omaha Steaks. This is a Rooster Teeth production. Oh, hi. What up? Welcome hey. to the Death Battle Cast. We are cast and crew of Death Battle and more, you know. Other things. Hello, I'm Ben. Uh, <laughs> I, I voice that character called Wiz. You know, nobody likes him. Everybody likes the other guy voiced by Chad. Boomstick. Right. That's hey, this guy. That's me. Shots fired. And that's my cat <laughs> just chilling in the background with her gigantic tail. Uh, shots shots fired tail. against myself. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Take that yourself. Oh man. <laughs> All right. Know. Yeah, we got we got a we got a guest cat and also another guest. Uh, Genevieve, she's here. Hello, it's hey. me. I, I write the things occasionally, and uh, here to talk about that a little bit more. <laughs> yep, <laughs> this is the smoothest intro. We've ever had. <laughs> the manic energy. Come on, for. this this is pretty smooth in comparison to most of what we do. That's very true. Yeah, it's very true. And if you have not seen the latest episode, Batgirl vs. Spider-Gwen, you really should. Uh, yeah. We're going to be talking yeah. about it this this episode. And uh, the director of Batgirl vs. Spider-Gwen, sitting right next to me, virtually. Hello. It's Josh. It's me. My first one. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> it happened. It, it finished. Happened. <laughs> you should check it out. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm so excited to have... Uh, uh, to, to, to have Josh working on this. It's something we've been talking about doing for a, for a while now. Uh, and, and Josh has been working on Death Battle since, what, 2017? 20, I, I don't know Death how years Battle, work. I think it was January 2019. Really? I thought. Yeah. Oh, because it was like top tens. Right. And, top tens and desk of Death Battle. Desk. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, we, we've done other things other than Death Battle before. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so how how was it for you jumping into this? It was awesome. It was very fun. I mean, we have such a great crew. And for the longest time, I only kind of worked as an as an editor and a writer. So to work as a director and kind of touch base with all the other parts of the team was really fun. Like, um, uh, in this next episode, which I also directed, we can talk about that a little later. But I got to work with Luis really closely, which was fun because I've always I've known him, but haven't really got to work one on one with him. And that was a that was a blast. So for this one, similar thing. It was great to touch base with all the other great people on the Death Battle uh, cast and crew, and then ruthlessly it, command them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that that's Josh's directorial style. <laughs> Iron yeah. fist. All he my can't tell. Up aggression. Yeah, he can't tell by when Josh speaks. He's he's a ruthless monster. Um, <laughs> it's 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 so obvious though. Like look at him. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> Josh even, wants you. It wasn't to even animate. convincing. No. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminded me of your like thousand yard stare on extra life a couple oh, years yeah. ago <laughs> still one of my favorite josh moments anyway i i, I, I think it's just great because like um josh just not, not to not to you know gush on you for too long here but um like you were originally brought in to the group uh because you'd worked for watch mojo as an editor and a writer mm -hmm. and we were like oh he'll be good for top tens that's it. You know, it was like, he'll be good for top tens. It'll be great. We'll see what happens then. When you said <laughs> yeah. gush on. And, and, and then Josh came in and we were all like, 
oh, damn, this guy's super impressive. We should probably give oh. him other stuff to work on. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and it's just <laughs> moved very quickly. You've been jumping around all sorts of different projects. Yeah. Um, uh, being a director and then major force for RVB Zero, obviously Desk of Death Battle, basically every show we've ever worked on, you know, <laughs> since joining Rooster Teeth, you've had some hand in at some point. Um, and, and now Death Battle, our, our longest running show, uh, one of one of Rooster Teeth's longest running shows, basically, aside from RVB itself. Like, we're almost yeah. 10 years old, guys. Like, literally, what? That's wild. Four days from now, we turn 10. Somebody just put that in the chat. Uh, they Holy said it's coming up on Sunday, yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, wow. Man. We should probably plan to do something, guys. <laughs> we'll figure something yeah. out. <laughs> you know what's crazy is uh, coming up in June is April and I's 10-year wedding anniversary. And then I was just like, oh, my God. I didn't realize those two were so closely synced. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So. Now I'll never forget what year it's on. <laughs> I can, I'll just go to the wiki and be like, oh, it's Death Battle. Yeah, 13 Same. years. <laughs> Same year Death Battle started. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> oh, my god! I also like to point in uh, CSL Mur Muramasa joined in and just said, yes, the crazy lady's back. So. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. What? Um... <laughs> I sorry, sorry, sorry to be, oh, no. for somebody to call you that, Josh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Genevieve, first of all, hair looks awesome. Thanks. Uh, yeah. It's Second, my goal to change it every time I'm scheduled to be on cast. Clearly. <laughs> Second, uh, jumping into this episode, we, it's a, it's a, it's a bat versus spider episode, which everybody thinks we do all the time, but we actually don't. This is only the third one we've ever done yeah, out of like 10 years. <laughs> um, but what was it like for you jumping into this and, and, and being the writer? Well, I love bats and, uh, my mom's terrified of spiders. So of course I love them too. Uh, which made a lot of sense going into this episode. No, but I, I had known, um, enough about the characters that i was like excited to write for them but then i got to learn so much more about them through the process and uh just really fall in love with them i think i mentioned in the commentary that uh they are both now also fictional wives of mine along with lucy from elfin leads so it's been uh, it's been a great time collecting <laughs> more characters to just sort of uh love more stuff about especially with how impressive they are and i had so much fun writing it because we had josh's director who you know was really really tough on me as a writer. It's <laughs> so hard to work with. Of course. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Draft. It, it, it seems like this comes up a few times. Has, have you turned your death battle writing job into just like, uh, what is it called? A, a, wife a dating hus Husbando, like, collection system? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, so I think that some of it's like, in uh, like beforehand, you know, when uh, I wrote Zuko Todoroki, I was like, please give me Zuko. I love him so much. And then on the <laughs> other end, it's more like when I wrote Carnage versus Lucy when I was still an intern, I just sort of watched videos of her killing people and was immediately smitten. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's all it takes. <laughs> I uh, love it. Well, if you have not watched Backrow vs. Spider-Gren, we are going to be doing a deep dive into it uh, today. So, um Please go watch it, or we're going to spoil the shit out of it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, here we go. Because uh, well, it's Q&A day. Um, so, all right. Let, let, let's start with the first question. And, and Josh, I know you wanted to address this. Uh, what makes this fight different from your other Batman versus Spider-Man episode? 
Yeah, I mean, um, I think the simplest answer is just that they're, uh, you know, they're different characters. <laughs> like, sure, there's similarities between Batman and Batgirl and Gwen and Spider-Man, but truly they're different characters. And if you've ever, <laughs> if you've ever been wrong about your death battle predictions, then you should also be fully aware that we never know who's going to win a fight until we do the research. Like you really, you never know. There's always going to be some crazy thing that comes up in the research that can kind of tip the scales either way. So I think these, these, these awesome female characters deserved their own battle, even if there are similarities. And like you mentioned earlier, Ben, a hundred and something episodes. We've only done three bat versus spider episodes. It's really not that often. Yeah. That we do it. So and in the I, first one, so I'm spoiling three episodes now, but in the yes. first one, uh, the spider one, but in the second one, the bat one. So this is almost kind of like a tiebreaker, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> in a way. <laughs> um, yeah, and and also Gwen has such different powers, and 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 Barbara has like a completely different mindset than Batman. So exploring those things, I think, were important as well. It, it's not just like I, I think it's kind of a disser a disservice to the characters to just say, oh, Batgirl is just a woman Batman and, and Spy, uh, Spider-Gwen is just a, a lady Spider-Man with slightly different powers. Like there's more to them than that, obviously. Yeah. Um, and we like to, you know, explore all of that with death battle. Um, the second question, uh, Batgirl is super smart. So why wasn't she able to figure out Gwen's symbiote is weak to noise and fire? I personally like, I think that she could have figured it out with enough experimentation and time, but it, we just don't have that prep time in death battle for her to figure that out. Like it's such a fast paced fight. Cause you're literally fighting to the death that even though some people might have the opportunity to like realize that in a split second, Barbara didn't have enough time and then uh, ability to react to that from my perspective. Like when we were analyzing it, she is quick and smart, but then Gwen is faster and just stronger. Yeah. Um, mm. something we, we, w one of the reasons why we changed the, you know, the pre-fight quote, uh, we used to say like, all right, the commands are set. Let's end this debate once and for all. Now we say, and we've run it through all the possibilities, um, because there are so many different ways these fights can end or, or these fights can go about. And yeah, of course there are going to be versions of the fight where Batgirl does figure that out and takes advantage of it before Gwen can, Ow. can spoilers win um but just not the majority of the time based on what we were able to find and and, and deduce i mean that's how every episode of death battle works really yeah um question three what were the most difficult and best parts when it came to making this episode um that's a good question um i think I, it was my so it was my first one, so there was all that kind of stuff, just kind of learning the ropes. But um, I think the main thing that comes to mind is I had never worked with anybody on with a source filmmaker, so kind of learning how that program works and what's what it's capable of and kind of what its limitations are. That was kind of a difficult thing, and just a lot of back and forth with those with those animators, thinking like how far can we push this and what can we end up doing. Um, but it also led to one of the coolest parts, which was eventually we took it over and brought the finished animation over to the Rooster Teeth uh, uh, post-viz team with uh, Billy and Susie. Uh, and they created some really awesome, like basically any of the webbing you saw in the fight or most of the webbing you saw in the fight and like uh, Barbara's uh, grappling hook, all of that was done uh, through the post team. And it's like 
seamless. It looks so good. And it was fun to like bring it over to another team of people um, internally and kind of spruce it up and, and add more to what Source Filmmaker was able to, to do. So that was a cool little uh, part of the process. Yeah, it's definitely a different, uh, a very different experience compared to like, we work with so many different types of programs uh, yeah. in Rooster Teeth. And typically that's all like divided by show, like Rooster Teeth uses its own setup or, or Ruby uses its own setup, RVB0 uses its own setup. Camp Camp uses its own setup, et cetera. Um, but uh, in Death Battle, you got to be ready to just jump between all of them, um, which can get a little get a little difficult, but it's also super handy to know how all of this works. And, and the Source Filmmaker guys are awesome and, and, and really know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, how about you, Jen? What, what do you think? Best or hardest parts of working on this? Uh, you know, we were talking about this earlier. I just, I make a lot of jokes that don't always land. And I think it was tough <laughs> figuring out how to really get the, uh, the, the, uh, the button there. No, but also, um, I think the best part for me was honestly recording the commentary with y'all and not knowing that my absolutely like awful pun made it into the end. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was so thrilling to me because I remember writing it and it was like, Jesus wept. And I, even in the meeting, I said, oh, this is so bad that you'll probably want to cut it to Ben. And Ben was like, yeah. And then Josh. Was I was like, I'll leave that to Josh. My favorite man. <laughs> my new favorite man. There wasn't, there wasn't a version of this episode without it, truthfully. <laughs> like Nick, <laughs> Nick put it in. And if he hadn't, I would have asked him to. <laughs> so... Yeah, it was oh, so many people to thank. You know, the Academy, Josh, Nick. <laughs> I, did, oh, I, I even, did I even throw alts for that one? Or did I just go with it because it was so bad? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't think I, you did. I no, think, I think I just went with it. I think you're well, well, there you go. Because it was added on. There was another pun. And then Jesus Wept ah, was just added on as yeah, like yeah, a yeah. second right. pun. Purely because Genevieve <laughs> wanted to get your reaction to getting to that point in the script and yeah. reading it, yeah. um, which which we we did send her after that. Uh, it was, so but th I think the original intent was we'll just get Chad's reactions. It'll be a funny thing, and then we'll move on. But no, we kept it in the end. <laughs> oh, I want to see Chad's reaction. I I didn't get that clip. <laughs> I think so it was probably... literally just we're not putting that in, are we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Because I already hit you with like Batgirl turned into Splat Girl, and I was like, "That's terrible. Love it. Keep going." <laughs> yep. What's yeah, even I, worse? I, I'm extra sensitive when it comes to changing your puns because I know how much they mean to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that I'm like more secure in my spot as a death battle writer, it's okay if you change a pun or two. When I was like a little baby intern, <laughs> I was so protective of my puns. You were. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> the like sadness and frustration in Chad's voice there. It's like freaking puns. Well, no, I felt bad if I changed them because I saw you were like, okay. Like, you know, I was like, oh, man, I feel bad. Uh, it's the most important Sorry. part of the episode, apparently. <laughs> Jimmy, I have so much fun. I mean, Come like, here. half of it is me getting excited about the characters and their abilities and like how to like convey that information in a fun way to the watcher. And then half of it is me laughing at my own jokes and puns and just ex being excited to like make people hurt with them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
It's not even about making them laugh. It's about making making them hurt. hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I want a physical cringe when you hear my puns half the time because, like, that schadenfreude, that, like, happiness (laughs) is so pure to me. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's it. If you want to be a successful writer, just make it hurt. Yeah. There you go. Currently. Make it hurt. (laughs) All Uh, right. Next question. Uh, Unless you had something, Chad. Oh no! Just my cat's trying to kill herself. Stop it! Oh, no. I, oh, like she, in the wires. She is yes. She is addicted to chewing on my old Xbox 360 power cable, which is still hooked up for playing Third Strike. And like, she's gonna get National Lampooned. And so like, normally oh, no. I try and keep her out of here, but then she gets in there. She's doing it again. Stop! You're going to die. It will kill you. There. There you go. <gasps> she Baby. free. Hi. <laughs> she looks like she, she wants to this. murder us. She loves this. She looks like she's so excited to be there. <laughs> Bye. Oh, <God. laughs> she'll, be back in like, she'll be back in like three seconds. She doesn't give a shit. Like, you, can, you piss her off and then she'll just come right back and be like, still pet me though. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next question is... Uh, okay, so this gets into one of the calcs. You compared two explosions, but applied a smaller number to the one that was obviously much bigger. How does that make sense? <laughs> well, and I, I think this was um, specifically because it was about the point of impact and not the explosion right. itself, correct? Right, yeah. It's, it's really important to take in consideration like how far Batman is, uh, how, how far away he is from the point of him, or not from the point, but from like the epicenter of the blast. It's mm-hmm. a bigger blast, but because he's so much further away, that's where you get those those two different numbers from, so. And Spider-Man was all basically like right, right in front of it. Yeah. yeah. So, different numbers. So it's not necessarily the, the, the calculation of the blast itself, it's the calculation of the impact that it had on the characters based right. on their distance. Because that's what's important, yeah. That's what we're... I mean, you know, getting into scaling and whatnot, especially, like, it can get super tricky. But, like, uh, I I think that was a really good way to sort of kind of gauge a general limit uh, that that those those sorts of power sets, quote unquote, um, can have. So I think it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's a little weird, I know. (laughs) Maybe the real explosion were the epicenters we found along the way. The, sure, there we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, we just had an episode with Venom in it a few weeks ago. Did you intend to do two episodes with the Venom symbiote so close together? Uh, no. Nope. <laughs> um, I, I, I was somewhat familiar with uh, the, the original Spider-Gwen run, but I had not kept up with it, and I had no idea that she was rocking the Venom symbiote. <laughs> Until we started working on the episode. Yeah, that's, what I, that's what I'm saying. You never know what's going to come up. Yeah. I had no idea. I, I, I knew she had some differences from Spider-Man, but um, not quite that different. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. So that was cool. That was really cool to find out. But um, it, it did kind of... It, it, it was interesting because uh, when, when it was first brought up, I thought like, oh, does this mean Batgirl could take advantage of that? And how how... How weak is it? Because it's an alternate universe, Venom, right? It, it does some different things. It's a little different from like the the main six one six Venom. Um, so so uh, I really wanted to dig into that and see if there were any specific like differences that might come up in the fight that could actually turn it toward Batgirl's favor. 
wasn't really anything uh, quite like that, but it did present an entirely new question that I wasn't even expecting to come up. And, and that's always like both a little frustrating because it means that uh, there's more work to do. Uh, we got to really dive into this whole other thing. It's going to take a lot longer to figure out the winner, but also like really exciting because it means we're going to have like a twist in the episode potentially that nobody else is going to be expecting. And I love that. But real quick, you know what's always delicious? Our sponsor, Omaha Steaks. Well, not the sponsor itself. I mean the steaks. Right. 2020's holiday season has been a long time coming and is naturally going to be rough for some people. But Omaha Steaks can make it worth the wait. These steaks are perfectly aged, 100% American grain finished, with excellent tenderness and flavor. And I'm not just reading from some document. I'm, I'm talking from experience. They're really good. And it's not just steaks. The Deluxe Grillers assortment includes a wide variety of entrees, sides, and desserts. Deliver the perfect gift or send yourself something special with Omaha Steaks delivered directly to your doorstep. That's the world's greatest steaks, plus premium meats, easy meals, everything you need for a memorable gift. Or to stock up for yourself. Why not? Get a jump on gift shopping with Omaha Steaks today, all backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. Also... When you order the Deluxe Grillers assortment, you get four free Omaha Steaks burgers and a free digital meat thermometer. This one, actually, it's pretty legit. Uh, by using the code DBC at omahasteaks.com. An awesome deal you won't find anywhere else. All right. Now back to the cast. Um, let's see. Uh, if Batgirl's suit is strong enough to withstand knives... How did Gwen's claws even cut her? Plot hole. <laughs> it's impossible. Uh, Exposed. Dang it. Uh, <laughs> That's she's superhuman. Well, yeah, that would be my explanation for it. Yeah. From, oh, Genevieve, bad writing. <laughs> Come on, Jen. <laughs> yeah, I should have. God, I should have been audited. I should have been calculating the the strength of a symbiote myself on like a notepad, you know, in a whiteboard. <laughs> I think I think I was comfortable chalking that up to like c trying to come up with a cool, entertaining, epic killing blow. Because um, I mean, even if even if they weren't strong enough to cut through, she could have stabbed her in the mouth through that opening, yeah. you know. But that's a gruesome death that yep. we didn't want to do. Ah, <laughs> uh, we're back to the mouth, are we, with bad people? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> the weakness so. that I have always talked about. Anyway. I just wanted it to be Splat Girl at the end. That was like yeah. my only, my honestly, one of my thoughts while writing the fight before even starting the host script, I was like, I want the pun to be Splat Girl. You already had the pun picked yeah. out. It was already <laughs> going, to, going to be Splat Girl. We, did, we, we discussed the ending move. We discussed the killing blow. And I was like, I kind of want it to be bloody because I want <laughs> it to be splattering all over the place for no specific reason other than personal preference. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, it's because she's superhuman. Like, superhuman uh, people have been able to pierce the bat suit before, and the Batgirl yeah. suit, and the Robin suit, and all those suits, uh, except for the like crazy, crazy ones, like the moon one, whatever. I can't remember what it's called. Um, you know, Batman has some ridiculous suits out there, but poor Batgirl doesn't quite have that uh, readily available. Um, but yeah, on that note, though, like, uh, uh, we do have. More often than not, we will have a pretty hefty chunk of time dedicated to a writing meeting just talking about how we want to kill another character. Mm -hmm. And 
it's a little weird <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. Sometimes it feels a little creepy talking about how we, we can make this death like super brutal or super like intense or whatever. But you, you know. don't think about that a lot. You do. <laughs> well, you know, tend not to try to think about how to kill people. I have to live up to the crazy lady moniker now. Yeah, so. as I was say, you're really doubling down on that, Genevieve. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god. No, I promise I haven't part. killed anyone recently. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but like oh we've been god. doing this for ten years, so you gotta get creative in like the ways that you kill people. <laughs> which is best stuff. <laughs> but it's it's fun when you like especially when you have like a unique thing, you know, that you could do. Like I still like one of my favorite deaths ever um is Yang versus Tifa and getting to use Yang's shotgun gauntlets firing opposite directions to snap a neck. I'm like, that's so cool. Like when do you get to like write that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's also really dark. It's also when I'm like, Spider-Man should kill Batman by filling his mouth with webbing and choking <laughs> him slowly so that he runs out of air because it's, it's exposed. Anyway, but the pacing, Chad, the pacing wouldn't make sense. <laughs> the, no, it was the sprites wouldn't allow it. That's what I <laughs> okay, finally okay. got shut down on. Um, the sprites at the time we didn't have a sprite editor. We and they were just like sprites won't work, and I'm like, man, yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I don't know if we were to ever redo Batman versus Spider-Man. I don't know, but I think I would much more be much more um, willing to consider that ending. <laughs> yeah, that was the first, that was, I think that was the first time when I pitched a death that actually just like disturbed you. Uh, because... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. It was very strange. <laughs> I just try to look learned... at it. It's, it's the obvious weakness. I learned something you... about you that day, Chad. Yeah, well, was, you know, it was, it was an one in doubt, day. go for the mouth. Somebody embroider that on a pillow. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, new yep, merch. There you go. All right, yeah, new merch. That's that's it. That's, yeah, that's yeah, the no next, next death battle merch. We got we got the game. When we got doubt, the go for the mouth. Pillow. When in doubt, go for the mouth. <laughs> uh, that is. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. So that, that kind of covers the Q and A. Um, seemed like we had a we had a pretty good reception to the episode. Seems most people were were totally on board with how it ended, which is awesome. Um, very very good that your first episode, Josh, was in some big cat- cataclysmic like every they're wrong, they're so biased, blah blah blah. <laughs> um, but as you mentioned, you are directing the next episode as well. It just yeah. sort of worked out that way. It wasn't really planned originally that you were going to go back to back but you know COVID has caused us to rearrange a couple episodes just based on production timelines Mm -hmm. Um, and now you're back to back with the penultimate episode of the year the last sprite fight of the year Rock Lee versus Sanji yeah which is awesome and of course we're going to take you from uh, you know two characters that you are relatively familiar with you know going into it yep straight into the deep end with oh, yeah. two of the longest running anime manga series out there naruto the and one piece because why not let's let's just make it yeah, hard it's on a, you it's yeah it's the death battle experience yeah. <laughs> it's thrown into the deep yeah. end into the right into the fire great <laughs> it's great it's, it's perfect um it's kind of like uh when, when nick was first starting with an episode we were like uh when he first wrote so one bad for them. we're like oh we'll give him a fighting game matchup <laughs> It'll be it won't be that complicated like there's a lot to it but it won't be that complicated and then he was like his mind broke from blaze blue and <laughs> guilty gear 
Because <laughs> they were so freaking complicated, especially Blaze Blue. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we feel bad about that. <laughs> I feel like, like that is what happens though. Cause like my first solo episode was Aquaman versus Namor. And I think my next ep is also a comic app. And I straight up asked Ben, I was like, can I please not do comics for a while? Please. <laughs> yep. yep. I remember yeah. that. It's, it's, it's just the way death battle works sometimes, <laughs> especially cause like we do some preliminary research for each matchup, right? Before, before we jump into uh, before we assign it to everybody and start the start the work on the episode, uh, and we aren't going to necessarily like figure out exactly who wins and how from that sort of like early research, but it's mostly just to find out like, is there something interesting here? Is it worth exploring as an episode? Can we essentially devote time and resources, a lot of time and resources to that research and writing process, and and will this make a good animation? Um, and we don't always know exactly how that's going to turn out even after all that how much you know there's going to be to go through how long it might take to figure out who would win it's always a surprise and that's a good thing and a bad thing sometimes yep. um, we're going to present origin stories when there's like six different versions of them uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. definitely i i think the the toughest part about it is when we have like winning streaks of a certain franchise and I think a lot of people might look at Death Battle, especially after the fact, after all these episodes are out, and they'll look through a list of episodes that came out in the same year or whatever and be like, oh, interesting. They chose a bunch of matchups where, like, Marvel won or DC won. Seems like they had an agenda here or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> oh, my it's God. Like, nope. We had no idea. <laughs> we had no idea what we were in for <laughs> at any point. <laughs> That's yep. just kind of how the show works. Um, if, if, if we were going to structure the show around wins so that there was always some sort of balance, uh, it would take a lot longer because we would basically have to finish a bunch of episodes and then start working out the, 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 the release schedule and whatnot. And yeah, it, it would be, it would be a nightmare, <laughs> frankly, <laughs> it would be a lot. Um, and I'd rather just make more episodes for you guys than have to deal with that. Because there are so many matchups that people want to see. But anyway, Sanji vs. Rockley is going to be awesome. That comes out in two weeks. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited yeah. uh, for everybody to see what Josh and Luis have been working on and the rest of the Sprite team. Uh, there's some cool stuff in yeah. this fight. Luis has... Uh, 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 I'm, I'm super proud of him. He, he, he keeps like pushing, pushing the limits of Sprite animation and just animation in general, and he's, he's done something with this episode that is completely unique to Death Battle. Yeah, uh, that's really I'm cool. excited to Excited to talk about it with him. Um, but something big as well. Uh, we do have an announcement for who is voicing Sanji. Yeah. So Sanji is being voiced by uh, Yang Ye, uh, the gaming YouTuber. Uh, some of you probably know him. He also actually voiced Homelander for us in our The Boys episode. Oh, nice. A brief cameo. But now he has a full, you know, a full, a full character. Uh, or a full episode, featured episode character. Sure. <laughs> uh, and then Rockley is being voiced by Mark Phillips of RCD World, who's awesome. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. It was God, so fun great. to have him come in. He actually, like, came into uh, our studio uh, to record that VO. It was nice. really fun to see him. Yeah, dude, they're, 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 their videos are so flipping funny. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> if you haven't, go check them out. RCD yes. World. Yes. And also, yeah. while we had him in the booth, uh, I won't, I'll try not to be too specific, but while he was here... Um, we got him to do all of the Rockley stuff and he knocked it out of the park and it was really, really fun. Um, but we were like, Hey, if you have like five more minutes, 
you should stick around and maybe do a little cameo for RBB Zero. So for the rest of the season, keep your keep your ears peeled for a familiar <laughs> voice in RBB Zero. <laughs> I, I don't think that episode's out yet, is it? It's not. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. It'll. Oh. I think it'll be out the day that Sanji Rockley comes out. <laughs> nice. Oh, I think it will. I think you're right. Yeah. Or at least for first members. Yeah, yeah for first I members. Mean, yep. Now you know what episode it is. Uh, but... That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep your ears peeled in the future. Actually, it's this right here. And here's the title. <laughs> um... Maybe you'll find it, though. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> Uh, no, but it was awesome to have him in. That was really cool. Um, yeah. All right, so uh, Sanji versus Rockley debuts. Uh, I got to double check the date because I don't actually remember. I think it's the thirteenth, thirteenth um, yes. of December. And just because I know there there was some confusion, uh, this is not the final episode of the year. This is the penultimate episode um, because we had that delay early on in the year with with uh, RVB. Um, all the episodes were moved, or all the rest of the episodes of this year were moved back two weeks. Uh, so this is episode 19 of the year. We're still doing 20, generally 21 if you count the boys episodes. So there will be a season finale after that. And like the last week of December, I think it's like really late. Uh, yeah. December <laughs> yep. 27th, like literally the last week of the year. We'll right when the finale. CPM plummets. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hey, whatever. That's my friend's like, birthday. <laughs> there you go. That's it. That's perfect. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was the plan all along. All right. A good present for her. Oh, uh, man. Okay. So uh, with that, I think um, we've covered quite a bit. So let's go ahead and jump into this week's community death battle. But before we move on, a quick word from our sponsor. Hey, you know what's super awkward to talk about? Erectile dysfunction? Yep, that's what the sponsor's here to help with. But you know them. It's hims. Because, <laughs> look, getting help for ED doesn't have to be awkward or embarrassing. And hims has an easy solution to all of this. You can get connected with medical professionals online for a confidential appointment. If everything checks out, you can get prescription treatments sent right to your door in discreet packaging. It's a nifty and neat way to take care of something as important and personal as this. Try Hims today by starting out with a free online visit. Go to forhims.com/casted. That's casted with an ed at the end for your free visit. That's forhims.com slash casted. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash casted. Note that prescription products are subject to medical provider approval and require an online consultation with a medical provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. See the website for full details and safety information. That's important. Please be safe. Remember, that's forhims.com slash casted. All right, now back to the show. I love that we've just given up on what's going on. Like, it's, <laughs> well, it always depends on for me, like how far into the show we are. Oh like, yeah, we're, yeah, we're we're like thirty five minutes in, so you know it's time to just do the community death battle. Also, I don't know if you guys have anything you want to talk about, but anyway, uh, this week's community death battle is between. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I don't, I don't think, think I, I was not here last week, right? Where are you? Yeah, I, no, I wasn't here last week. You oh, guys had to pre-record, and it wouldn't work for my schedule. Oh, right, 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 right. Well, get ready because this week's community death battle, uh, as suggested by, I believe this was Luis's idea. Oh God, um, Harry the platypus. 
Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> okay. Versus Monkey, specifically the Dial M for Monkeys from Dexter's monkey, Lab. From Dexter's Laboratory. Yep. Okay. Well, so like, uh, let's figure monkey, that one out. It's monkey. Monkey. I think got, it's like, monkey, right? Yeah. Monkey has like telekinesis and shit. Like Perry's great and all, and like super trained. <laughs> well, but he's a spy stuff, like, platypus. Okay, hang on. I need to double check because I I feel like we looked into this and Perry has telekinesis as well. No. <laughs> of course. Pretty sure he does. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So powers. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Hang on one second. My computer is not. Powers, uh, superhuman physical characteristics, tune force, venomous spurs, platypus. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. They also glow under Teleportation and telepathy. Not telekinesis, but he can teleport. He, also, he, he can shoot magic. He's got a, he has yeah. to have a device that can do that. Uh, I think so. I think that's what it was. Um, I want to see. Apparently, wanna... versus Battle Wikis has pages for both of these. Guys, so I'm that looking that up right now. <laughs> but as always with the community death battle, we do uh, ask you all to let us know who you think should win and why using hashtag deathbellcast on Twitter. So let's go ahead and bring up the first answer for whichever one it is. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, this one comes from Zachary. Zachary, not even going to try on that last one. Zach Neb. <laughs> Uh, while Perry does have the tactical advantage with his gadgets, Monkey is a super-powered being with super strength, speed, and durability. The boys will be asking, where's Perry after the fight is done? <laughs> this fight is done. Nice. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, it uh, just, and it just cuts. So, yeah, it's, hey, where's Perry? And then it just cuts over to his corpse. Uh, <laughs> no. The bloody mess on the yeah. ground. All right, well, let's see what Perry's got to offer. Uh, Noah, Noah Carlson says Perry because his abilities, time in combat, intelligence, and tech would allow him to win. Although Monkey would have a little bit of an upper hand in close quarters combat because of his tail. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Well, also, okay. you know, I, uh, I need to do research. Monkeys I, I, can this like is use their hands for things, and a platypus cannot. And I feel like that's a very de- deciding factor in a lot of ways. Well, Perry I mean, can. Perry does have thumbs. Yeah. yeah, I forgot that he's a weird-ass blue thing. Okay, platypuses <laughs> also glow in the dark, though, which I think is so important to know, even though it doesn't decide the fight. They glow. They glow under ultraviolet light. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes, it was, like, a recent thing that they found out, that platypuses glow. All right, let's be real here. Like, God didn't make that creature, right? Like, that Like that was, like, that just sold oh. it for me. Like, it was, like, genetic mutation. Like, somewhere, like, some radiation, like just made that thing happen and the glow just finally sold me on it the dolphins aren't actually the aliens that exist among us it's the platypus the platypi platypi well the entire continent of australia (laughs) is like filled with hell creatures though that's true maybe (laughs) australia itself is from outer space the plants plants i think that explains everything yeah (laughs) i i still like one of the scariest things i've ever heard in my life is that that fucking plant in Australia, that if he brushes it, brushes you, you are in agony for the rest of your life. Yes, because it's like a silicone-based <laughs> um, fiber that like pokes you, and so they like they don't um, they aren't absorbed by your body because it's not something your body can break down and absorb, and then it just becomes like I think it's literally called like a death plant. I it's not a stinging nettle, and I know that much. So yeah, it is. They have these, you know, these tiny little red fibers, like she was saying. And Josh, if once they hit you, wherever they hit you, like. The, I was watching interviews. So, like, if horses who have brushed it will jump off of cliffs. Most people who <gasps> get, who like get touch this thing will eventually kill themselves. Um, but the guy who has had like had it was explaining. He's like, 
It's like for the, for the first three weeks, it's the most unbearable agony that you could ever imagine. And you can't sleep. And like, he's like going through all this stuff and like the levels he was talking about. And then after that, you, you know, you're just in like the worst pain. Um, and you know, you can maybe get a little bit of sleep. And then finally it did drops down to just, um, just really horrible pain that you just have forever. It is called, <laughs> it's known it as like called, a suicide plant. Yeah. Jimpy, yeah. Jimpy, Jimpy, I think is how you pronounce it. The suicide plant. Yep. And I just found an article that is, that says researcher happy to stop studying the suicide plant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Please let me stop. That sounds awful. <laughs> oh God. No. Yep, that sounds terrible. Uh, yeah, man, one of the stories, too, is like, I don't know, some guy, they, they were fucking around, and one guy grabbed one and hit his friend in the face with it, like, oh, thought no. it would be a joke. Uh, monster. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. The worst thing you can do to a person is hit oh, him yeah. in the face God. with a suicide plate. Yeah. Oh, my oh. God. Yeah, um, I'm okay with not living in Australia. Sorry for all of our Australian, you know, viewers. <laughs> I hey, know you deal with a very lot. Very sorry. <laughs> Take care. Don't get eaten Jeez. by a magpie or killed by a cassowary. You know, you <laughs> already lost the war against the emos. Your <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, but back to what so we were talking about. Right. right. That's what um, I'm saying. So the plant, the plant kills wins. both of them. Um, well, because he's a platypus, <laughs> perhaps he has access to one of these and is able to use it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I, I, uh, my guts is monkey. I want to do research though, because like I feel, yeah, like I mean, I know Perry's got two and four. Fuck, they both. Mm, they both. Know, I'm just gonna to say a monkey. Degree, I think. Um, yeah. monkey definitely has a lot more superhuman characteristics. Obviously, Perry's kind of a genius, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, he's a secret agent. And he's pretty capable. He's like their most capable secret agent, pretty much. The other thing is, they've also crossed over with Star Wars and Marvel. Um, <laughs> so uh, I would want to rewatch those episodes and see what Perry does. Because though the Avengers like lose all their powers in that one. But I don't know. I need to watch. Yeah, I need to look into that. But there's, there's probably some bullshit there. Hmm. Do I need mm-hmm. to like watch Phineas and Ferb now? Because this sounds insane. Yeah, I... There, you know, it's all on. Uh, it's all on Disney Plus. Uh, yeah. So my kids have been really into it lately. And yes, they have like official crossover episodes. So like the Avengers show up and they lose all their powers for some reason, and then they get swapped around. That's what it was. Um, yeah, and they actually stayed true to some stuff. Like uh, Thor couldn't pick up Mjolnir. Like the second he, his powers swapped, the, it just like boom went straight into the ground. Um, so they actually like follow some. You know, they they did some research on it. It was it's worth watching. <laughs> Okay, well then, uh, what is everybody voting for? I'm saying monkey. I'm gonna say monkey too. I I gotta stick with my Australian death animals. So uh, Perry the platypus. There you go. There you go. I th- I think I'm leaning Perry as well. I I, I think <laughs> I think he's got just enough, especially with like the telepathy and whatnot. And the durability, I think, is what might clinch it. Because yeah. if you're from Australia, you withstand a lot <laughs> automatically. <laughs> He's he's been through some shit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that means we have a tie between the four of us. But all, as always, we leave it up to you with a poll that we put up on the Death Battle Twitter. So let's go ahead and bring that up. Nice. Aha! Oh, Barry yeah. wins. It it doesn't make sense. I don't know. No. <laughs> Barry wins. It's it's officially confirmed. Right. Sure. There you go. 
<laughs> Thank you to everybody who sent in an answer and voted in the poll. Uh, as for the next community death battle, um, I figured it might be good. We've done a, we've done a lot of ridiculous ones lately, so I figured it might be good to do one that that is actually like a you know a common death battle request. Uh, uh, so I was thinking it might be good to do uh, Steven Universe versus Star Butterfly. Oh, Ooh. that one has been requested forever. Yes. So I haven't watched Steven Universe. I hear it's incredible. I have watched all of Star Butterfly with uh, my daughter, and I love that show. It is amazing. Uh, Star is an incredible, fun character. So I, I'm just going to shamelessly say Star now. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Early prediction. Oh, my gosh. All right. So that's going to be it. That's our that's our next community death battle. Steven Universe versus Star Butterfly. Let us know who you think should win using hashtag DeathBattleCast on Twitter. We will have a poll up later on in the week that you can vote on and also leave your answer uh, as a reply to it. And we will figure out who wins next week, which will be fun. <laughs> we'll also have a sneak peek for this really cool animation that Luis's team has been working on for Sanji versus Rock Lee um, that Josh has been directing. And I am so excited to share it with you guys. I really, I really dig what these guys have been putting, putting together. Um, all right. And, and again, like congrats to Josh for your okay. first direct, yeah. direct to death battle. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> love what you guys have done with this one. Um, thanks for uh, helping, helping him make it work, Jen. <laughs> uh wouldn't be possible without you thank you i word <laughs> yep that's that put that on your resume that's your job description you word good job right. lady who word. there we go right, new, new objective statement that'll do it for this week's episode of death podcast thank you so much for joining us as always be kind to others be kind to yourself be awesome and we'll see you next week take bye. care bye